Welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm Katie. And today we are rounding out Sequel September with Caddyshack 2. Uh-huh. But first, we answer the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode? I am having Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Apparently, I've been having nothing but Four Roses for like six oh, months. Really? so good. Yeah. This is, this is so okay. good, too. Yeah. Try. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah, that's it's good as too. good. It's, yeah. it's a little more expensive. Yeah. All right. Um, Jim and I have been slowly, we've been savoring Stanley Tucci's Italy. <laughs> and so I went to get some wine the other day at the store because I was it's out searching for Italy or finding Italy. When yes. I, what it is. I know what you mean, though. And yeah. it's got it got ordered for a second season. By That's now. outstanding. Anyway, yes. I, I'm revisiting our Tuscany times mm-hmm. with a multiple Ciano di Abruzzo. A little red wine. Delicious. We, call, right. we like to call it stick wine. Um, and we should acknowledge the only reason I'm excited about this episode is you're back. Aw. Yeah, welcome back, Katie. Back. Thanks. Yeah, so your little vacation. I, uh, uh, I started the school really, year not, a little hot and really heavy. A vacation, yeah. to be clear. Let's no, just make that I'm just, clear for I'm just working real vacation. hard. Working real yeah. hard right now. Vacation from us, which yes. I think is, is well deserved. I just <laughs> I needed something to move a little bit for, Tim filled for life in. to continue on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Drew, thanks, Tim. Drew, thanks, in. Drew. Drew and uh, David. David. Thanks, David. What a crew. Yeah. And uh, next episode, Aaron will be with us. That's fantastic. Yes. I really yes. appreciate the support. So well done. It's, it's it's amazing. It's fantastic. Um, I considered drinking bleach while watching this. Oh, <laughs> come on. And I, I almost questioned if I want to associate any beverage uh, with this movie. It might d- deem it unacceptable uh but i i was i was drawn to the first caddyshack with my choice mm. uh and i'm drinking lake life ah, um very nice. which is from hobbs beer i like lake life yeah. jim does I, not like I lakes. Hate lakes doesn't like yeah, lakes. i don't like uh, you don't like I enjoy you don't lake. like you don't like water bodies of water right oh mm. i like a pool <laughs> Brian, right, you would have appreciated like, it reminded me of being at the lake though we went to a, a sound in north carolina and Eva found a clam, a live oh. clam, in the sound, and then we took it home and Katie cooked ate it, it, and I ate it. Katie ate oh. it. Yeah, uh, it was oh. a little. It was a little sandy. You're oh. supposed to like clean it. first. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. you're supposed to shock them so they spit out the sand. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm I'm learning. Next so time many, Eva. Ca- so many questions. Next time Eva catches a clam, I'll know yeah. what you to do. You know why you don't do know that? Because we're not we're not lake. Because we're not lake people. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But I'm. To be clear, I would like to learn. I would like sitting on a sound or like sitting by a lake. Yeah. Except this, lakes tend to be very buggy. Yeah. No, this was not a buggy lake. And well, it was, no, a sound. it was a beach. It was a, it was you would sound. not like it. It was sand. It was, sand. It was sandy. Sand. It was sandy. Yeah. Did it smell? No, no, it was lovely. No, it, was it was lovely. Nice. No, no, no. Yeah. It was moving water. It yeah. wasn't like okay. all good. It wasn't stagnant. All good things. No, yeah. nothing. Nothing was stagnating. I would describe this film as stagnant. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's it do is. it. Uh, all right. Let's go with the rundown. Here we go. Katie's back. Rundown back. time. You want to answer? Oh, oh, that's not. I was going to say, do we have it? I no, was. Yeah, I got so excited. Okay. All right. Here we go. Kate just wants to fit in. But with her non-waspy background, curly brown hair, and very colorful father, she sticks out a bit from the membership of the standard Bushwood Country Club clientele. On a quest to be a part of the social elite, she begs her dad, an immigrant real estate mogul, to uh, turn it down a little bit. Jack, with his colorful clothes, language, and golf swing, turns it up to 11 instead. That's it. Yeah, good work. Yeah. That's more thought than was put in by the writers of this film, I think. Yeah. Um, on a scale of A plus through soon to be retired, Chris Monero's The Rookie, where would you and how would you and would you even give Caddyshack to a grade, Jim? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say it's a D. Wow. It's Considering a D. You, you, that's. Not far from what you usually give. So you think this movie, 
You think this to be very clear? I don't keep a track of what I give, so like I would need to see. I I do. There's it's a we have a Google Doc of it. Just give you a reference point. You gave the Three Amigos a D minus. So you think this movie is better than the Three Amigos? You want to hear my hot take? Is that I enjoyed this slightly. Oh my god. Well, then we're all gonna be shocked by Katie giving it a C plus. Oh my god. <laughs> Ryan I, hates everything right I now. I don't think I realized until we started this movie that I actually watched this movie quite a few oh times when I was god. younger. I'm pretty sure that it was on television a lot. It's a PG rated movie. Uh <laughs> or maybe I was renting it at Pop Video. It's possible, but my mom loved Diane. Cannon is that her name? Diane. Yes, yeah. Diane Cannon. Loved Diane Cannon, and I loved Jess Lundy. I did confuse her with the triplets from um, Parent Trap Three, but that's okay. I totally remembered this oh. actress, and I think it was just from watching this movie. No, I mean, she's, <laughs> no, she's been in other stuff. I know, she but was, I still think that this was yeah. probably my first encounter with her. That's crazy because yeah. I think I've only seen this movie one other time. I there were I ha was having moments when when watching this film where I was like, oh, I remember this. I know I let's, know what's let's going to Let's hear Brian's happen. grade and then we can start the discussion. I don't want to get <laughs> too right, into the all, discussion. First of all, this is uh, I, I almost wanted to give it an incomplete. Not scorable. That's fair. Because I, I didn't even. That's fair. I didn't, that's fair. I didn't even think it deserved my time. Have you ever gotten a paper like that, Katie? Like where yes. somebody turns you. Oh, I give it right back. And Some, you're like, I yep, am haven't not even, even finished could, the first page. Couldn't possibly. Will not. I couldn't possibly I give this. But for the purposes of that, we actually did a scoring scale rank that I have. Uh, I will give this an F. I think this is the hands down <laughs> worst film. We have ever watched on this show. I, I disagree I think, with that statement. I think that this film is on the level of the notebooks war scene, but it's an entire movie of it. An entire movie of the notebook war scene. <laughs> it's I, it yeah. so awful. It, yeah. it, it reminds me. I don't know if you guys remember this when we were kids, like um, like the networks would have like every summer they would have a movie that would be written and it would be like stars from all the shows that year, <laughs> like on the regular shows and they would throw them all in a movie. Like I, I vividly remember watching like one where it was like a camp one on NBC and like Michael J. Fox was in it and the, the girls from different strokes were in it and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, this makes sense. It's a TV movie. I can watch this. This was a legitimate motion picture. Yeah. And it was so horrible. Yes. It's not good. I will say though, I was shocked at how many times I actually laughed. Agreed. This Same. Movie. Did you laugh? I laughed out loud. It was funny, or did you laugh because it is so bad? You no, can't it's both. Funny both. There, there were actually. Was I was shocked how much I actually liked Jackie. Who is yes. it? Jackie Mason. Yeah, Gleason. No, not Mason? Jackie Gleason. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It is not <laughs> Jackie um <laughs> i wish he might have been dead at this I, point and he would have been better than what was going on in this movie i completely agree with brian that it is a terrible movie however i enjoyed watching this more than a few other movies that we've done i agree and, and part of that i think brian's right the the writing of this movie is god awful they basically they take everything that you shouldn't do in a sequel it, like the classic traps of like why sequels are normally bad and they like doubled down on them like they took the instead of taking the same people and putting them in the same story they put different people in the same story and called it a sequel well to be clear there might be a reason for that yes when this film was written it was written for Rodney Dangerfield's character. So the whole film was constructed as Al coming back and doing this. And then they decided shortly before production that he was not going to come back. And instead, they hired Jackie Mason. So what what's interesting and what I kind of held against it a little bit was I didn't like that I felt like Jackie Mason was trying to be Rodney Dangerfield. And that's because he was. Yeah. Right. But like to me, I thought he like he should have just he had a different done vibe. his own yeah, thing, right? Like the part the parts where he was sort of like 
his vocal inflections were trying to be like Rodney Dangerfield were the moments where I was like, no, don't do that. But don't the fact that. that he was like kind and in it, it, like his character, whether it was just, so this is the part where I struggle with this movie because I actually thought some of the actors were not terrible. I agree. The writing was clearly awful. Oh, I don't blame the actors. Yeah. And so this. like for I him, I actually was shocked at how good I thought he was in this movie considering, um, you know, there's a lot of really dumb shit in this movie. I loved his pairing with Diane Cannon, though. I thought the two of them were hysterical. That was. Uh, I, oh, hysterical? I enjoyed. I enjoyed. The yeah, two I don't know them. about that. I liked it. I, <laughs> I liked thought it. it was funny. So here's the like, thing about this uh, this version of, of Caddyshack. Said more good stuff about this movie <laughs> no, than you said about. I'm going to be 2001. No, Space no, 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 no. I think Caddyshack, the first. I do not version as good as 2001. Um, I mean, is just is worse. just trying to be farcical, right? Just tr just trying to be ridiculous, and maybe this film was kind of like held back by. Um, Wait, it's association. It was just silly. Caddy Caddyshack's just a silly movie, right? It's just like not like this though. This is different in that. No, so so the Rodney Dangerfield connection, like in Caddyshack, Rodney Dangerfield is an asshole, right? right? right. And he says things that are sometimes true, but he's mostly an asshole. Correct. That character becoming Jack in this version caddyshack 2 he's actually a good guy and the stuff that he says is absolutely correct in terms of right, right. racism classism sexism all of the things right he is well, all they, he they is did. like they changed they changed this it country club he, is he, he yes. got it got a little heavier yeah it, in it that was regard, well but and it that's also, it right like it was a different it had a different feel but it also had nothing to do with golf really no that's agreed. the other no. part that, that they so it it went down a totally different path yeah. than caddyshack did this <laughs> to me was so similar to major league two yes like when you take a movie that is an R-rated, raunchy comedy, and you say, now I am going to turn this into a PG yeah. film. What is the point of it? Money. Like, it's so... I, but this is the only... This is clearly the only reason this film was made. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I totally agree with you. I... I don't think that this would have panned as badly as it did if they hadn't made it a sequel. If it had just been its own no, thing, it's like so it's terrible. It was a weird. It's it's weird that it is Caddyshack well, two. It's weird well, that it's Caddyshack two. About, let's talk about like what. Worked, it's not a sequel. <laughs> what, exactly. Well, so let's talk about because this is interesting because this is the first, the, really, the only sequel we did this month which is an example of a sequel that did not work. We yeah. actually did a lot of sequels that were even potentially better yeah. than the original. So what works about Caddyshack? It's almost maybe easier to do it this way. What worked about Caddyshack that they failed with here? Because I think Jim's oh, right. They almost yeah. try to take the same formula. Well, they took the, and then so yeah. we, so where's the misstep? Like, the, well, that's me, the thing like about Caddyshack. There was no formula. It was so like loose. It was so loose and and non plot driven that like to try to take those those moments and just recreate them for the hell of it is weird. And like to take like so then like even if even if this was Rodney Dangerfield's character, they would have like turned him up to like way beyond what he was with all the gadgets. They take Ty Webb, who is one of the more interesting characters in the original Caddyshack and sort of like ground it in reality and make him a, a cartoon, like a, like a, a weird, I don't know. It was really like that whole thing was really weird. And then to not have a Bill Murray character. So they bring in the worst part of this movie by far with, without even, is Dan it might be one of the worst parts of any movie you've ever seen. Is right. Dan. The yes. fact that a director let him do that voice and that character, I, I don't know what they, why it was like they high thought. High school theater. Any like it was of like, this was funny. Yeah. 
that that was so jarring when he showed up. I I yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. The 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 interesting thing to me is the balance of characters just don't work here. Oh. Right? Like there's there's it no doesn't. there's like no rhyme or reason. So so you basically do have fill-ins for every character from the first movie. Kind of. Yeah. But it's like weird. Cause argue you could argue like the the interesting, like grounded relationship, mentor to mentee relationship with like Danny and, and Ty in the first one, right? That that's non-existent. The 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 caddy role, Jonathan Silverman, who I actually like in things usually. There's no point to that. Well, no, I've, and I've, I was going no to say, I I like him in this film as well, but they don't give him enough to do before the final scene. Even the relationship that they create with Kate, it, like they, they no don't sense, they don't right? give it enough room. Like that they, <laughs> they I wonder if any they of her relationship. Yeah. yeah, like like the guy that she was into before him. Also, you don't really believe like you don't see enough of her in general and then these superficial kind of relationships that she has with other people but it's and china phillips dear god china oh phillips god. Oh though i god. love her i do love china wilson phillips. phillips well I I think, yeah those characters are wilson. the same fabulous they're they're the brother and sister is aren't they brother are they brother and sister they are they're mm -hmm. brother and sister yeah. they're awful but they're supposed to be awful I know somebody that went to the University of Michigan. Yeah. Wasn't she our maid? Yeah. Yes. Oh. But you know what's interesting to me is this plays out, and this is like a weird tangent kind of, but this kind of, and when I was watching this, and Jim will know this because he watched it, it played out a little bit like Falcon and the Winter Soldier to me in the sense that it was so preachy at points. Yes. About ideas. Yes. That when we did the original Caddyshack, we were talking about all, all sorts of ideas of class and things that that film did, but they didn't hit you over the head with it. And it was funnier and smart. Yeah. I feel like there's no smart comedy here. This is no. like the Caddyshack comedy is almost timeless in the, the way that it's delivered and it's funny. This to me is like late 80s comedy and it's a really bad version of I, okay comedy. i agree however it's hard so when you're comparing you know we've watched some 80s films that were like so when we watch them now they they like they, they don't hold up right they're like so irreverent it's so sexist so right like they, they're like it's hard to get, it's hard to be with it no right? no right that it, makes sense no. So this film goes the other way where it's like it's saying all of the right things. It's right. Like it is nailing the messaging that that Hollywood should have been maybe leaning a little bit more into just even in their casting uh, and storytelling in the 80s. Um, but it, it you're right, Bri. It goes it like takes the needle too far in terms of when you preach too much then folks don't actually well, like listen to the thing that it's you're not doing. just the preaching it's the style of comedy so yeah, like, yeah, yeah we talked about this so many times but the comedy in this movie comes from literally characters telling jokes and that is fucking stupid for movies yeah. <laughs> that works in caddyshack one because that's rodney dangerfield's character but he's the only one doing it yes everyone else in this movie is telling jokes and it's like weird well i don't know there's there there are a lot of like situational yeah, comedic yeah. pieces. Like, I mean, you know, when you think about like scenes, you know, like the, the poker scene is funny. Like, this, the, all of the construction site scenes are funny. Um, really? I thought so. I think there's a humor there. I I thought the Randy Quaid lawyer thing is like I mean that ridiculous. We could talk about that character in a minute. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Like, like every time he shows up, I'm paying attention because I'm like, what the hell is he going to do now? But it's, um, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just interesting to me in the fact that you try to be grounded and you wouldn't say County Caddyshack, the original is grounded because it's weird and everything, but it's more grounded than this movie. Yeah. Like they took this movie like for it's inexcusable where they take this movie when they redesign Bushwood. Yeah, like it makes no like, sense. It's it makes well. First sense. off, the Bushwood is unrecognizable from well, the first movie. Clearly not the same course. Which Let's is be very obvious. Immediately stupid, and they don't even they don't even bring it up. 
They don't yeah. even bring it up that it's like a, a different clubhouse, that everything seems different, that the caddies now have to wear Miami Vice coveralls. I yeah. do like the coveralls. And, and by the way, also, like part of what we saw in the original Caddyshack is there was an element of Bushwood that wasn't all assholes. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you saw it, like there was a transition of that. In this one, it's like basically like every person that is in this club is the worst. Isn't it possible worst. that it did get worse? You probably. It, sure. yeah, it, it could have. I mean, it was the 80s. It was the late 80s by that point. So, you know, it, it, it could have. That's a fair point. I just don't know. Maybe I think the problem, the thing that bothers me the most is maybe like like Jim brought up the golf bar. It is so, so fucking ridiculous when he redesigns that course and the holes and the stuff he put. That's like type of stuff that is like geared towards like a seven year old kid. That's yeah. going to think it's funny, like the ice skating rink. I know, yeah. but there are there are absolutely aspects of Caddyshack that are like that, where it's just like, like what? it's like absurd. Like what? But like it's more adult oriented. That's only my point. female characters, Irish accent. <laughs> Not there's a female caddy. Um, that's true. I forgot about her. Yeah. And there's Lacey Underall. Lacey Underall. Lacey's underwear. Yeah. What? I meant <laughs> We're Brian's talking about, talking like, about the ridiculousness no, of it not being like in the real world. And you're saying that there were not enough females at a country club in the 80s. I was, I, I was joking 80s. about that. No. <laughs> no. I said her accent. Okay. Her Irish accent. Yes, it's brutal. But that that's not <laughs> Well, we know that. That's fair. That 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 was awful. Right, but it's they not like it's not that. like uh you it's know it's not as bad as Dan Ackroyd's the, the most accent. ungrounded thing in Caddyshack one is the 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 gopher. Yes. And they make that absurd in this. Yes. Where the that gopher board. has like popcorn and he's got well, a whole just, like I mean isn't sweet under the ground and he goes underwater yes yes All, but also like the whole bill murray role and and concept in caddyshack is sort of like he's nuts but it's all real things okay right like yeah. none of that is is like none of that couldn't happen an exploding golf ball with a dry like how you're going to kill a man is hit an exploding <laughs> golf ball with a with a laser yeah. sighted driver. Yeah, like oh my what, like God. There, what is going? Could on? there like, be a is... a harder way to kill someone? No, right. No. I just well, you can like, that's what this. we're talking. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Not like they die. Not like whether. Yeah, it just it, it's I, crazy. I'm very concerned that the gopher might have diabetes. <laughs> So he I just I think very overweight again. He I think what like hurts this film. Diet. I think it's just the the comparison. No, I it's think not the I was, comparison. Katie, please, this on. is a bad movie, Katie. What? I think I, I think we need to rewatch the Three movie. Amigos, and then we need no, to rewatch this, this film. The Three Amigos is significantly no, better. Than I will this say movie. we got like an hour into this film and we checked the time. And it was like, how is there still 30 minutes yeah. left? We were like, oh, this is a quick 90 minute movie. It, there, like it drags. It does drag. Uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> made me physically ill. He's the worst. I physically actually, Ill. Dan Aykroyd has become a hate the face for me, which is like mm. the only thing I can tolerate him in now is the original two Ghostbusters movies. And what about uh, Bruce Brothers? Blank. Fabulous, uh, but I hate him in Gross. Like I hate him, his character, but which is fine. His, yeah, supposed his, to. his performance is fabulous. <laughs> but yeah. this is I, I'm so intrigued. Like the process of this, like obviously they got Chevy Chase and they got Dan Aykroyd, and I'm assuming it had to be money because at this point Harold Ramis wrote the original script, but then bailed when Rodney Dangerfield wouldn't do it. They must have cut them checks, but I just can't for the life of me imagine what the thought process was when he was driving that first of all that bud that thing from listen to the shit show you'll hear that jim has experience with uh white vans driving around neighborhoods serving food that was white a food van. truck yeah yeah um that scene the the choices in that scene and yeah. the the right like who sat down and said oh, this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have you show up in a food truck with this weird accent talking to robert stack who i love by the way yeah we can it's talk about a, that in a minute and the the spot where they are is like 
it's, it's clearly like a, a back lot. Yes. yes. And, and there's a <laughs> there's a derelict car in the middle of the intersection. It's, it's like not they were even in like the middle of filming another yeah. movie, and they're like, we just need this one scene there, for Caddyshack too. Car that I, yeah, used to be on filming, fire. Uh, they were filming Police Academy I, Citizens. I on actually Patrol thought it was that that little road in um, Walt Disney World. In, in Magic well, Kingdom, like I'm pretty sure I was. walked down that street. You might have walked there. You could have been an extra <laughs> it, if you were there. It on is the so right bad, time. so bad. And he's just making that that burrito. That it's not <laughs> funny. Like I don't understand why they thought like him making a ridiculous burrito was funny. Robert Stack, though, can we just talk like to to, to see him in this movie and just be like. Holy shit, that's the guy from Unsolved Mysteries. That's what Mysteries. I said. I was like, isn't that the guy from Unsolved Mysteries? And it made me, you know what it made me think of, Brian? Can you guess the movie it made me think of? And I had to check and double check, but he plays himself in a movie. Is it basketball? It is basketball. Ah, where they're looking for, for uh, what's the yes. guy? They're like, uh, we yes, still have yes. no fucking idea okay. where where this he guy is. is. Funny scenes, them on that, horses. Uh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, come on, would you? You're making me have please. to downgrade. I'm going to go to a D minus because oh I forgot about that whole shit. God, Katie, why? Oh, my God. Let's this okay. is like, also, I mean, Jackie dancing with Diane Cannon at the country club with her in her uh, bikini I, outfit. I, I actually I did like her. The, so let, let's talk about anything that you actually made you laugh because <laughs> I did like a lot of the one-liners that Jackie and Chevy Chase had. There were a few times I actually laughed out loud. And when they go in and he, they're like, Dad, I think I, I think they like their tuxedos black here. He's like, yeah, this one's blue. But if you look at it this way, it's pink. And if you look at it this way, it's gold. It's like, I don't know why. And then... You're hurting Brian's brain. There are a few Chevy Chase moments, but like I, I can't even recall when, them. when he sits on the lap of the guy who's like, no, and then we goes through the locker room. He's like Mr. Foreskin, yeah. Mr. Wrinkle, <laughs> Mr. I mean, he's just doing classic Chevy Chase uh, stuff, but oh I, <laughs> I loved it. I'm so, uh, so, when Randy Quaid, so when Randy Quaid goes after the other lawyers who are like, we're gonna. You, do you know how law works? We're going to hold you up in, in the courts. This is going to be a lengthy and costly process. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is going to work. <laughs> do you think I'm going to show was, up at your house. <laughs> do you think this is the character most closely aligned to the real Randy Quaid? That yes. Yeah. Uh, played? We're talking mucho dinero and probably some American money, too. <laughs> You two had way too much in this movie. How the I didn't hate Chevy, it. I didn't hate it. Chevy Chase is playing golf inside. It makes no sense, and it's so dumb. His house was so much cooler in the first movie. This reminded me of like, again, to Brian's point, like the excess that kids. Speaking of Jackie Gleason, a movie like The Toy with. Richard Pryor, Pryor yes. where he, he, Jackie Gleason hires Richard Pryor to be his son's toy. And his son has, you know, this crazy house and it looks like Chevy Chase's house. So there's like games and stuff everywhere. And he just, I feel like there were a bunch of movies of that time that sort of had, you know, kids wanted to see a house that was just full of amusement park rides and video games. And it's just like, why, why did you need to do that to that character? That's not how that character would have like progressed, right? He was rich in the first movie and he didn't have all that stuff. It's just weird. Yeah, it, it, I just, it, the, the choices are so odd. Again, okay, I get it. The, the movie execs I get, right? This is a studio thing. Like They came up with the catchphrase, the yeah. shack is back. The shack is back. It but was not back. Sense. They didn't even show the caddies. Caddies have nothing oh, to do with this yes. movie. Of course not, Jim. But the, the, please, let's not digress here. Uh, <laughs> but you're, this is a movie that you could have made money off of. Like if you said, all right, Harold Ramis, maybe it wouldn't have been good, but you could have said, do what you want. Make it R rated again. Let's get Chase back. Let's get Rodney Dangerfield. Let's, you know. Do, maybe we can't get all of them, but let's get some of them back and and do something. And 
you still uh, let's be honest, they still would have made a ton of money right. back then. This is the this is really before the time period in Hollywood now where everything has to, you can't do R rated. Right. Like, there was a lot of R rated stuff back then. Yeah. There's no reason to say it's the same thing with like Major League Two. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, did take you- Major League, which was amazing, and they're like, oh, but we can make a we can make a, a just a, a slightly maybe worse version, but we'll make it PG so more people can go see it. Like, do, you, do you think Harold Ramis wrote the slave auction part? Oh, well, God. yeah. Let's talk about that one. Jesus Nothing, Christ! Uh, in a, I mean. But that's part of it, right? So they're clearly trying to make these people look like white supremacist clan members, right? That's my intention of what this is supposed to be. But it's just, it gets to the point where it's not funny. You can make people look like straight up a-holes without doing it. Ted Knight and the original Caddyshack. Yes. Like, it's funny. They make him look like a complete tool, you know, racist, snobby guy. But it's like you're dying laughing at him with like the the what the flying wasp at the yeah. the late you know like you can tell that this guy is a piece of trash, but he's still funny. And this year, like these people just aren't funny. They're caricatures. You know, like the old rich white people. Oh, oh Jackie Mason's going to buy every person at the thing now. Ha ha. And then he's going to have him show up at the work site and work with <laughs> Roz from Night Court. Roz. I was trying to remember her character's name. She's great in this movie, by the way. Jackie, how much you play f- pay for these guys? Yeah. $11,000. I asked for labor. So good. I, I, uh, it's, uh, would you need to stop saying so good about this? <laughs> it, it's, it's, I it's so found bad. it amusing. This, just, this is it in the category of it's... So this is like a, a movie that is so bad, I actually find it somewhat enjoyable. I don't know why... It I, makes I don't enough. Know why either I, I do hate the idea of how they change the golf course. Like, and and if you're gonna go like full mini golf, then like make it interesting. It was so fucking boring. Why? But the other thing I didn't get it was and it's small. Like, it, it was small. Right? You got no scope of the course. The right. one thing you'll say about the first one. And why have a competition at the end? It was just like, okay, this is kind of how we have to end this movie. Right. I'm so intrigued, like the writing of this movie, like the, I mean, there's just some of the gags, right? The water side, oh, I'm going to shut the water off. And then, but no, nothing ever, really park. Del- but nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was funnier. The action park documentary. You can laugh uh-huh. at and watch that. But my point was like, it was all these like half baked gags, like, they never really right. paid off. It could have been done really much pay, better. It never pays Somebody off. needs to take this movie and give it another shot. No, they don't. This is, to me, a prime example of why sequels should not be made. There's nothing new about this movie. There's nothing interesting about this movie. Like Aliens. Mm-hmm. When we did Aliens, the three of us did Aliens. They took the great parts of Alien, right? And James Cameron came in and came up with some original ways to work a character that we love into a movie. I think it's harder to replicate a comedic film than it is to replicate a And I think that's drama. a great point the replication, I want to bring up. Not replicate, not replicate, but no, stay, but stay in that same... But yeah. that's a great... Now, here's my question. That's a great point I wanted to bring up. Are comedies conducive to sequels? No. Because great comedies, like... You'll find very few people who love Anchorman as much as I do love Anchorman. The second one is certainly funnier than this movie is, but it still doesn't deliver the way the first one does. Yeah. And do you and remember enjoying Naked Gun too? But I was oh, also yes. 13 the last time I no, watched I, it. Well, the Naked Gun, well, Naked Gun movies are a little bit different though, because they, I feel like the Naked Gun movies are just parodies and like gimmicks yeah. of whatever that but time. You have is. some like genre films that are sort of, comedies paired with something else. Like, I think Bad Boys 2 is a oh, pretty I good sequel. Very too. true. I think if there's more, like, um, Chris, I just have one but in my you, head. But, that, but that's a good Straight point. So comedies are if we compare time. it, in that case, you have two characters, very realistic comedy, where, like, you believe these characters to be true, and you're just continuing on with their well, there's story, a their life. Right, right, right. right. right? There's a secondary story, like, Great example, Beverly Hills Cop 2, which we didn't do, which I love Beverly Hills Cop 2. 
Uh, Chris hey, Monero oh, just chimed Chris in, Monero Brian. Is in the house. And he would like to know that this movie needs more nuns with rose petals. We might yes. need to fast forward to the most important part of no, this No, we're episode. not going to fast forward. All right. No, I will say to Chris, Monero, don't leave. Thank you. Uh, we will no longer be making fun of your movie selection. We talk so, about please. you every week. Don't I be so fast to judge, Brian. I will <laughs> again. I'll he just that. threw down an ultimate. I, I, I enjoyed this more than the rookie. That? I, I liked will, this I movie. <laughs> Brian's gonna b- burn the building Never down. Back. Gonna take my stapler. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate everything about this movie. I um, wanted a piece of cake. No, they, they kept passing the cake. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? briefly discuss we kind of did we can talk about anything you randy, want in this movie i have randy, so much to say randy quaid's choices was it, my question is this was there actually a director in this film because i this, feel like people were just allowed to do whatever they felt this lawyer i believe to be real and his name is andrew haas <laughs> there's no way he's so much more reserved <laughs> randy quaid <laughs> I just feel like he he was under the influence of some substances and mm. just let it fly. Um, I loved it. And let's be honest, like there's nothing in this movie to constrain him and make I'll, he's I'll more grounded than agree. like five other things in this movie. Wow, so that he's is great. fair. That he's is great. true. I I won't argue with that. Um, this movie did something to me that I thought I could an erection happen. No, it <laughs> certainly did not. No, that that was not true. I that made Katie's night. That She's gonna wine coming was, out her nose. That that, that line <laughs> was funnier than any line that was written in this movie. It was really bad. <laughs> oh lord! I um, was thinking it. I was thinking it when you said it, and then I had wine in my mouth. <laughs> you were thinking about me having an erection. Yes, <laughs> happens <laughs> twice a day, Brian. Yes, very disturbing. I um, what Brian's doing right now. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> what did the movie do to you, Brian? Uh, it made me hate Kenny Loggins. <laughs> oh, oh, I've hated Kenny rough. Loggins for a long oh, time. I, I, Brian I, loves I, some I, Kenny Loggins. I, I actually my, I enjoyed this Kenny soundtrack Loggins. despite Kenny Loggins. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. There, there's an argument to be made that no artist outside of Whitney Houston with the Bodyguard has had success to the level mm. of Kenny Loggins with soundtracks. Randy Newman. Ooh, top, that's a good top, top gun. Good... Randy Newman's another one. Uh, with, yep. So, but I mean, in sales, is Kenny Loggins God. the source of the big Billy Bass fish song? Take me to even... the no, river. That's, no, that's Talking I Heads. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, Talking right. Heads. Okay. Um, but listen, for sales, if you look, Top Gun soundtrack, Footloose soundtrack. Mm. Randy Newman, absolutely. Cocktail. Whitney, Whitney, well, let's, let's also know oh, that cocktail is the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Kokomo. That is Kokomo. And that was actually, I, I'm not sure that was actually written it was. for the film. It, it, it was actually. Yes. Right. But that's one the, song. I love that cassette tape. Highway to the Danger Zone. Right. Kenny right. Loggins. Uh, and by the way. Power, power of Love. Power, danger Zone. Oh, that's a good So one you're too. telling me all of these things and saying you did not. Uh, get a tent this movie, in your pants. Uh, from... No, this song was awful. <laughs> it's uh, it was and, a hit apparently though. Oh, I don't care. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Should, why did they not like this? Is an, a prime example. What's the easy thing to do? Just play the song from the first movie again. Yeah. But I know there's no money in that for him, right? So they're like, hey, go write a new song for this. And usually when these guys write songs for movies, the way they do it is they watch the movie. And I have to imagine he was watching the dailies for this movie. Is like, I will write this song on a bar napkin. I'm not spending more than five minutes writing yeah. this song. It's bad. And playing. It's awful. Mm. To make Kenny Loggins look bad. Oh. Let's talk about other things that are funny. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so you want to talk about something other than this film? Is what no, saying. there are funny moments. Okay, tell so me what you think the, is a funny moment. The poker moment. game at the beginning oh. where, where Jack is speaking fake Spanish. And to he, a man who's also speaking and, fake Spanish, right? <laughs> and they both think that the other one has been like living in his like little like fake reality. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> then, then they come down and the building that the historical commission is trying to preserve is a 70 year old garage or scarage with a sewage output. 
I, 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 yeah, it's not. It's not funny. Raz trying to run them over with the bulldozer. Well, that I mean, is I do like to that. See you. That lady running. What was her name? Cynthia. Oh, the old, Cynthia. The old people. Listen, Cynthia those, running. That, that might have been the best oh, casting in the movie. That guy has been in her. a lot of stuff. The guy with the mustache, you know, the old guy. He was. Chandler. He was in a lot of stuff. Oh, and he he's was... got the pipe. Great. I have a Chandler, when, when, uh, they tried to kill me. When sure Robert Stack refuses to, to pay the extra money to get his wife out of the auction. <laughs> yeah, it's like $10. Meanwhile, he has a, he has a, what does he have, a, a Bentley or a yeah. Rolls Royce? He had a Rolls, Rolls Royce that got lit what? on fire. Yeah, that gets blown up, right? Or what, and with I his just, hat, he keeps like. Dude, Brian, what if, I just thought of this. What if there is a gross point black Caddyshack 2 cinematic universe where. <gasps> Where is, uh, is Dan Aykroyd uh, is actually playing the same character? Well, I would be very sad. I don't know. Think I about mean, it, bro. Think about it. Um, I, for the life of me, the thing that shocks me is I, and I, I guess they probably just didn't care. I just feel like there's so many ways they could have gotten back in this world. Yeah. That was better than the choice they made. Like, the, again, to me, the, so you the the hook is the daughter, but her character is almost irrelevant because there is no growth. I feel like there's very little growth of that character. I get she, right, right. she thinks she wants to be in that world. And the person who's supposed to play. I just feel like this was probably just thrown together. God knows how yeah. much film they shot. The editing. I already is have so a better weird. idea. We're like, if you're going to make Ty Webb the owner of, of Bushwood, why not come back to Bushwood and have Ty being the owner? And he is already turned it into like average Joe's country club and the rich people are the ones coming to try to take it back. Well, did you, you should be See, putting that already, out. Should, already a better idea. Shouldn't, you shouldn't be putting that out on the air for free because yeah. you know, people like to do these reboots now. That Isn't is Chevy copyrighted. Chase dead? That is good. No, he is alive. Hmm. I don't think you'd want him in the movie though. I don't think anybody wants him in any movie. Uh, maybe we could have Donald Glover in a movie. Dude, I just so heard. Well. I didn't know this, that they're rebooting Fletch. Yes, with John Hamm. I finally. heard for the for the longest time everyone thought it was going to be what Ryan it Reynolds. Be, it was no, it was going to be Ed Ham or Helms. Ed, Ed Helms, Helms was, that's right. Yeah, it was. I'm actually excited about. Yeah, that. John Hamm will be good. John Hamm will be very good, and I think Chevy might have a an appearance in it. The interesting thing yes, is on this: that. what they missed in this, and I actually think Jackie Mason was probably used in the way that were his strengths. Yeah. I don't feel like they utilized other people's strengths very well in this movie, which was part of the reason we had problems with three amigos. Like yeah. some, like the che again, I don't think Chevy chase in a PG movie is great. I'm not even sure. I have to be clear. I'm not sure what Dan Aykroyd's best quality is. I think Dan Aykroyd He's has being a comedic friends with other people. No, no, but I do. I think Dan Aykroyd's best comedic ability is to play off somebody who is crazier than him or a character who's more offbeat than him. Like when he play in Ghostbusters, Ray is he's able to play like weird off yes. of Bill Murray's like in this one, they're asking him to be the the, the far outlier. Right. And that's not to his strength. Like Robert Stack, I think. I'm not really sure what Robert Stack is. I just don't think you can cast him in anything during this time period without thinking of unsolved mysteries. So I thought that was a weird choice. And I just don't think they utilize people yeah. in ways like the one thing about Caddyshack, the script makes no sense, but every character in that movie was utilized in a way that highlighted what they were best at. And this one is well, that's classic. That. That's like, I mean, like that's Randy classically Queen why aside, you're, you're phoning Queen it in, good. like, and no one cares. That's that's what at the end of the day is like. If people actually cared, they would have done that, but they didn't. They just wanted to get it done. Well, is this also, by the way, I was thinking about this just from a history experience. Like, to me, this is an intriguing dynamic that Caddyshack, the original one, is pre reagan nomics pre-80s like it's the late 70s right these are the kids who grew up watching the counterculture right the yeah. the script is written by the harvard lampoon kids who would have grown up during the 60s and seen it and is this where those kids who were supposed to be like the revolutionary outsiders 
just phone it in and become the rich people who are willing to take the check. Yeah. And this is like that transition to like those people who now we talk about as like the baby boomers who are in opposition to like real change are the ones stopping the real change. When they were kids, they were subverting things. The comedy was outrageous and whatever. And now they're just like, I will make Caddyshack too. Uh, we'll just we'll make it PG. This is a money grab. Let's show up. Who who cares about anything? Because there's nothing yeah. funny here. Like there's nothing original funny. I mean, if you want to laugh at points, I get it. But there's nothing that's subversive or taking a risk or anything. In well, this I, I think there are certain things. I just didn't, don't think they pulled it off very well. I think the the. Like, I would be interested if we could even think of a comedy, a second movie that was funny in a way that was more interesting than the first one. So, a like, straight, a straight comedy that's yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. Cause, like, yeah. even when you think of something like The Hangover 2, which made more money, I think, than the first, it it's was not, way worse than the it's first. It's not one, even I close thought, to yeah. as good. Sister Act 2. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I guess I, it's I, time. Right. It's time to move on. I I will never, ever, ever watch this film again. We need to watch uh, this movie right uh, now. And I, if we don't vote this as the worst movie, the I might not ever come back. <laughs> so take that into account when you're saying if this is better or worse than The Rookie, because I may never return to this program again. I would be more angered by this than your two interpretations of eyes wide shut mom so think about that when you vote Jim, you better think about that when you vote that, that this is a worse film i'm willing to so. say it's worse than the rookie okay i'm gonna watch i still this again enjoyed tonight. it more than the rookie. i absolutely enjoy this more than the rookie but i still but i do believe it's a worse film than the rookie is okay you got you got your two votes bro no thank you I'm I'm am still I'm shook the core. <laughs> and Katie owes about me. this. About this. I, I I When we watch it again tonight, yeah. I'll give you a back rub. Okay. Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh god. Can we uh, drink milk? Yeah. Oh. I just want to watch the scene with Diane Cannon cold, and Jackie cold Mason. Glass cold of, glass of milk and Jackie cold Mason glass of, uh, dancing Katie, with if Diane. You see a Diane Cannon film where she's fabulous. Might I recommend Cannonball 2, Cannonball mm. Run 2? I was Amazing. looking at her list of movies I haven't She's seen. A, like, she, is, that a, is that a comedy sequel that's better than the first? Ooh, I, it's top. That might be, actually. Cannonball mm. 2 might I be enjoy better her. than Cannonball. And I a lot enjoy of it her. is, I have to be honest with you, a, a lot of what I think is better in Cannonball 2 is Diane uh, Cannon over Farrah Fawcett. Mm. So that I didn't is, realize that Diane Cannon uh, was married to Harry Grant. I thought she was married to Nick Cannon. No. No. No, but she might be carrying Nick Cannon's baby because every other woman everybody, in everybody is. is, is yeah. Oh, is that for it's real? It's the cool thing true? to do. Yeah, he, he has, has like seven multiple at the same time on the way right with now. many women. Oh, good work. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going well. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's time for five questions. Here we go. You want answers? You want answers? answers. I want the truth! What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? Watch. Why? All right, it is time for. <laughs> Brian sounds questions. so resigned. Yeah, well, no, because now, <laughs> now he's beat down. Now I'm thinking. I actually think Cannonball Two was Mary Lou Henner and not. Oh Diane. man, I was gonna say I didn't see that listed in yeah, her so Wikipedia. I, think I was. I, 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 was, I, I was doing I Diane. I was wrong about that. I was, Diane Cannon. I was researching something else though. She actually yeah. has two Academy Award nominee n- nominations no, no, no. and a Golden but she's Globe. In a, she's nomination. in another comedy with that crew. Yeah, so I just didn't. Out I didn't know the is. movies. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. listen, I'm Ready? a connoisseur of Cannonball Run, the original. Okay. Oh, a little bit less Wayne's so. World, too. Uh, okay. Bill and I, Tom. I, I will answer five questions yeah. this week. Here we go. All right. I would love to ask you some questions, Brian. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on t- tuxedos that are not black? Well, of course, the answer is I am thumbs up on that because there's no better tuxedo than Alex Finch's white tuxedo jacket in... The American classic, chances are. <laughs> Directed by 
Mr. Emil Ar- Oh my God! Think about if Emil could have put his <laughs> his fingerprints. Oh, this would have been a masterpiece. It would have been well. Amazing. The daughter would have been pregnant, and yeah. <laughs> Listen, by the by, the dead mother's ghost. Yeah. Yeah. No, and then and then Jonathan Silverman would have been trying to pay for her abortion. Oh my God! And then, <laughs> Listen. Let's be it, clear. Then, then, then they wouldn't have been be... able to, and it would have been botched, and then well, because then they're going to bring in the autom- they're going to bring in the carts, yeah. and so yeah. he's going to have to sabotage. Listen, the and then China Phillips ve- would have to carry a watermelon. <laughs> Let's be very clear here. Emil Ardolino made Sister Act. Uh-huh. Yes. Dirty Dancing, which Dirty Dancing it's is a good movie, phenomenal, a fabulous film, and of course, chances are, yeah, I am a little master. sad to report that I did think seriously about renting a white tuxedo jacket for Keenan's wedding. Mm-hmm. And but then as we were talking about on a previous episode, I realized that nobody was wearing a tuxedo. Brian, I think we should still make this happen. Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure I can go. And to I was wear a tuxedo with you. I will absolutely uh, oh listen. If you, yes. uh, if, if I would wear I would it, uh, I'm just not willing to pay the price that mm. I was seeing quoted. Yeah. So if okay. you can find a cheap option, I will do that. All right. All right question yep. two. Here we go. All right. Question two is our would you rather question. Would you rather play a round of mini golf or hit the fairways? And I'll tell you how little I know about golf. I wasn't sure how to phrase that at first. I had like, or play real golf. And then it was like 19 Uh, holes. I was like, I I have not (laughs) wrong. Jim and I used to love to play golf. We used I don't to play know if you loved did you it. Love it Jim? I mean, we, 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 we used to we, do it all the time. Did it? Yeah, no, no, I no. think we discovered we did not love it eventually. Well, let me let me clarify this. We were not good at it, but no. we would do it frequently. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> kind of like sex yeah. in your twenties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clapping your own joke. Yeah, leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Again, better joke than anything that was written for the film that we watched. Uh, I will always choose mini golf. Yeah. I'd love clearly the right answer. Love yeah. playing mini golf. And yes. it, it's actually one of the biggest issues in my marriage. Aileen does not like mini golf, <gasps> and I love mini golf. I do love mini golf. I take the kids mini golf. <laughs> they have a I Halloween theme mini golf now down at Ooh. Franklin Square. See, that like I'd be in for. I'd I love for mini golf. It's amazing. Question number three, fill in the blank question. The most underrated 80s movie star is. Okay. Are we thinking about that from the time period or just now? Mm. Because I like there were some people who were huge stars at the time that I don't think get much credit anymore. And the one that jumped out at me was like Anthony Michael Hall. Yes, he is. Like at the time, yep. he was a big teen star. But if you think about what he was doing in films and I, I, I for this question, I try to think of people who weren't big stars anymore. But like like Molly Ringwald, mm-hmm. she like isn't maybe she didn't transition, but her performances and a lot of it is actually John. You people in John Hughes films, I thought about because a lot of their careers didn't necessarily progress. Maybe. But they're, yeah, they're but their performances in films are amazing. He was in um, Ducky. Anthony Michael Hall. Well, Ducky ended up in that, uh, Three Men oh, and a Baby. Char- or yeah. No, or um, that Charlie Sheen two, show. Two and a half yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know who else I thought was um, used to be amazing and stuff back then is Andrew McCarthy. He's <laughs> turned out to Judge actually Reinhold. A, um, he was funny, but not as good. But okay, some good answers, good answers. Yeah, I think all those people, because the obvious choices, there actually are some people that you could say like Kevin Costner, like his work's really good, but he's still around. Like there's some people from he the He wasn't underrated, around. yeah. No, but he was a select, like to me, there are a bunch of teen stars from the 80s that were in a ton of really good movies that just don't exist anymore. So mm-hmm. they're probably underrated by modern standards. I think Sean Astin... Underrated. Oh, that's a great I, I one actually i think oh, he kind of is underrated i think i think i think i think he falls into that yeah. category he was amazing. i mean he's in a lot of stuff but i don't think people think of him as a really good actor no they huh. don't i i would absolutely Bob agree with that sounds Stranger like there Things. needs to be a meta documentary 
of him playing the same roles that he's played in all of the other things, Rudy <laughs> and Lord of the Rings and go. Stranger Things, Stranger same, things. just him as his real self. Uh, the Goonies. Yeah, same. Plays yeah. the same character and everything. Okay. No. Same. Question number Maybe. four. It's our favorite question. Who is your favorite non-cartoon movie animal? You know I don't speak Spanish, Baxter. <laughs> I love Baxter. Baxter the dog That's a good one. Is amazing. Yeah, he is, he's that's amazing. A good choice. Uh, shout out to Willie from Free Willy because <laughs> oh. it was a legit whale they were using there. That was not CGI. I uh, mean, nobody's ever really made about, a whale act before. Yeah. Some other honorable mentions. What about the German Shepherd from I Am Legend? Mm, okay. Mm. All right. Didn't, I never loved I about Am Toto. Mm, he Wizard was, of Oz. He's like that. iconic. Yeah. I. How about the Pomeranian from yeah. Big Lebowski? Oh, oh I, I was going to go. Fucking show I was going to go legally papers. <laughs> oh, the dogs in Best in Show. Oh, yeah. How do you even pick? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the a problem. Greyhound. That's no. a problem. I just. <laughs> a busy bee. I'm sorry. Baxter. I mean, yeah. that. And yeah. like. Is amazing. So clearly, what we've determined is still dogs are the best animals. Baxter gets punted off, of the, off the San Diego Bridge by the, Jack Black. By Jack Black, fantastic, amazing. Our final question Baxter. is: Baxter <laughs> just ruins the deep thoughts. <laughs> just ruins the deep thoughts. I know. Oh, okay, <clears throat> question five is our deep thoughts question, and I went deep. <laughs> Do you think that Hollywood has done more? To embed or derail ingrained notions of gender, race, and class in the United States. Before you answer that, Prime, <laughs> I just want to call to attention the fact that these are the things that Caddyshack 2 has brought out. That's and these exactly right. are the types of discussions it has prompted. Yep. I, it's, I could, it, as it the rookie is. prompted us to go, Why are there nuns? nuns? <laughs> I would rather ask why are there nuns? I, 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 I could not possibly even begin to think to answer that question. I think you itself. should have couldn't, an elective course at your possibly. school where you tackle this question. Yeah. I, well, where does Hollywood all, end up? First of all, that's like a podcast in itself. Yeah. Question. And mm -hmm. uh, let me tell you an episode that podcast would never do. Caddyshack too. Well, I would argue that this was Hollywood's attempt to end up See, on the See, you're right talking side about Hollywood the... as if they all get together no, and plan I know, this I know, shit I know, out. I know. That'd no, be I like know. saying literature. I, I understand. Yeah. I do understand that. So yes. what do you think? If, but, if you changed Hollywood in that in that sentence to literature, what would you say? Uh, that literature has done more to derail ingrained notions of gender, race, and class. That's well, just I the literature that you read. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, yes. that's... Because that's, I honestly, yeah, I could give you... Yeah, to, sure. to be clear, I could give you a list of 150 films on the Criterion channel right now that took place before Caddyshack 2 that do a better job of all yeah. of what we're asking. Uh, now, a better question is this. That's a pretty is good the question. Gopher, is the gopher still alive or did he die? <laughs> Well, no, he's been he's been cloned like a million times. You can buy yeah, him. It's just his Spencer's grandchildren. Gifts, we, had grandchildren. we had that. Remember, yeah. we had that goat. Yeah. We used to have his that goat for the dance to Kenny Lodge. Never watch this film. If the you the seen groundhog it. is live and well in our dog Scout. Abs absolutely never watch Scout, this Scout film. Scout has, has some straight groundhog energy. I am begging you. It, no, he is cuter than that. Dude, oh, she, brought, I want... she brought a rabbit into our house. Did, in her it, mouth. I would rather no, it was dead in her mouth. Okay, all right. Well, listen, rabbits are kind of annoying, and there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever? You know, we have rabbit poop all over my back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Same. it's all over. You listen, bring her up here, I disagree. Fine. You tried to slide it in there to say like, don't ever watch this movie. Don't ever watch, watch this, this movie. movie. The no. Rookie is such a bigger waste of time no. than this. Film. I but there's so many other movies. That, that is you can actually watch. true. The rookie is a waste of time. This and will make so, you laugh. No, this is a waste of time too. So no. If you want to watch an awful movie that we've done on this show, that will that you can laugh at because of the quality of it, watch Maze the, the Notebook. No, I, I would say <laughs> uh, what's the Monsters. other one? The uh, Keenan. Um, oh dear God! Oh, Buckaroo Bonsai. Buckaroo Bonsai. A million times better. False. Crazy choices. False. False. Come on. 
million. Oh, oh Katie. Please. I hated that movie. Uh, okay, recommendations. Does anybody have anything they want to recommend? Oh, we haven't recommended. Do, oh, I recommended, but Katie wasn't here. I recommended Killing Eve, but Katie. Oh, it's so good. Is really enjoying it. Yeah, so. I really am enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do another plug for one of my favorite writers, Adam Gidwitz, who now has a Netflix series. Ooh, what? Tales, Did yep, not know this. Dark and Grim. Everybody should watch it with the kids. You can watch it with your children. We love his books. Yeah. The Costello please, House. Please watch. Read. We love him. Um, all right. I have a few um, recommendations. Uh, the Warriors, which Katie absolutely Warriors. needs to watch. Warriors. That movie? Yes. I, with Patrick. Uh, what's his I name? I don't think I've ever seen it. With the 70s New York City gang. I, it Katie is. Needs yeah, to you see might. We've I, talked I, I, about it. See if you would like it. I it think is maybe on we did watch it. You, Katie, HBO Max. Check right. that out. I, I'm in for the, it. The amazing Norm MacDonald in Dirty Work, which I rewatched <laughs> after his passing because he's, I mean, he's brilliant. Uh, Katie and I are very excited. The original Law and Order is coming back. That is exciting. So exciting. Sam Waterston better be there or I won't watch it. I love him. Uh, and my criterion choice of the week is David Lynch documentary, The Art of Life. David oh, very Lynch, nice. The Art of Life. Uh, we, did we did catch up with Criterion Bob. Mm -hmm. He's alive him. and well. Yes. Saw him. He's good. We have to have Sends him on wishes. soon, too. Yeah, we need to have we him back on soon. Um, keep, keep plugging away. I'm almost at my what 100th did, Criterion What did he... We we love something. Oh, that he, he hated he the hated chair. It. The chair. We loved it. It's not. Oh. It's not. I enjoyed it yeah. quite quite a lot. It's, still, it's I'm still. Um, I'm actually making it a personal goal in 2022 to get chances are as part of the Criterion Collection. So I'm hoping <laughs> Bob right. can help me. You're going to ruin the Criterion Collection. I'm Bob can can get me on that. Uh, all right, that is all. We'll Thanks everybody. everybody Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.